G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag, previewing a uh, Maccabi Davis Stakes Day, big, fat, juicy card at headquarters, Flemington, rails in the true, uh, beautiful, beautiful weather outside in the world's ex-most livable city, Melbourne. Um, it's becoming more and more torturous to not be allowed to enjoy it. Uh, just sort of sat out the front there, just having a little dart, looking at my golf net, just thinking... I don't know what I'm thinking, but it's getting tough. Um, and this is a car just stacked full of good, good ponies that, uh, unfortunately, due to COVID and Racing.com's uh, lack of uh, consistent mounting yard coverage, we don't get to see them parade. And if we, this is a sort of day where I, I'd, I'd sort of budget to spend twice the normal backing ourselves to find a few angles from the yard. Some really nice young horses return. Uh, it's a really good meeting. You'll learn a stack up from it when you review it. And to help me try and preview what is a very tricky meeting, uh, Pistol Bernard Fanning, <laughs> Anthonis. How are you, great man? I, I'm very good. And I mean, it's a very special day because not only, not only is it Are You OK Day, which I think is very important. And if there's ever been a more important time to reflect on what this day actually means, it's probably right now given the state of affairs in this state in particular, the world's most covidable. Um, shout out to everyone in WA. You've got it so bloody good at the moment, the world's least covidable. But I guess uh, that time for reflection is what this day is all about. But it's also the captain, Jack Dickens' birthday. So, Dicko, oh, I, I have to. I have to. I'm pretty sure you pulled the, the rug underneath me when I was, you know, 32 earlier in the year. 33 today. Um, bit going on too, which I'm not going to say on the show, but a few more greys coming. Um, but are you officially back after yesterday? That's probably the big question. I mean, it may as well have been your birthday yesterday because you absolutely knocked it out of the park and got a few of the the rough ones home, which just you haven't had the, the luck of late, but wowee. Yeah, but even without the luck, we won midweek last week. Um, Saturday, right, we back humidor 20s and we got well we're going to deep dive into um what was it called the first roughy yesterday uh i i the i think you like me or i know you like me or what is it Something no no, like no no i knew you were mine we missed oh, <laughs> we backed at 30s and that missed just somehow got out done in a photo by a young apprentice just torture and it looked like we won but we backed the price horse in the earlier which oh zero took, doubt yeah, zero doubt. We took 30s, 35s, 40s. Go back to log the results. Uh, $22 bet per SP. Unbelievable. Someone knew something, and there was a yeah. significant change of tactics. So we're going to deep dive that on Monday morning. We also might deep dive the enormous drift on Think and Fly there. But luckily in that race, we found or threw out a little bit of a bet on uh, Sunday Prey at 50 bucks plus. So yeah. going good. Um don't know how aggressive we'll be on Saturday. It, it does look a really tricky card. Yeah. Um, and sort of the obvious horses you have on, they've um, the corporates haven't decided to like, let you on for anything here. They've kept them really, really safe. Um, but yeah, hard times in Vic. We we're trying to entertain you, even if we don't sort of declare any any runners here. I'll declare one, but um, that's about it. If you do want to have a laugh, Google Yaya Toure and just uh, see what 
Yaya. Yaya is of FIFA 10 fame. Uh, Man City sort of tall midfielder. You could sort of ping him from anywhere with him. He was a superstar player, but he's uh, he's really put his foot in it overseas recently. It's it's an unbelievable story. Uh, it made me laugh, and I'm sure it'll make you laugh. Are you aware of what he's done? I've got no idea what you're talking about. Just Google Yaya Toure uh, UNICEF uh, charity match. He's been booted from the, from the team. I was going to say, should I, should I be doing this now on the show or should I wait a bit? Wait, I'd wait a bit. Okay. Um, we'll start with race six, Peter. The rail's in the true. Um, expected to be pretty fair. Win from anywhere almost at Flemington, yeah? Yeah, but there is 10 to 20 mils of rain forecast on the day. It is obviously a very fast draining track, but just be mindful. I think what we're basically getting at, and you touched on it with the corporates before, this is going to be one of those days where you're betting late, I would say. Uh, if you want to take a set early, good luck to you. Yeah, so we're going to preview races six through to nine. Um, if you want to get every single race, race by race, head to themailbag.com.au. I'll give you a race by race sort of preview. I'll try and watch the ponies on the TV, but there's big fields here. Like, just looking at race six, I'd say we're hundreds to see, like, Windstorm Parade without a jockey on and walk for a consistent amount of time because it's number 14. Yep. Dot-coms sort of over-unders about horse number eight. So you might see you on January, but Windstorm, probably not. Uh, let's start at race six where Windstorm's dominant favourite. It looks the winner. I found it yesterday. I just hope for sort of $4, $5. You know, maybe that was just a childish behaviour, but I was hoping. No, nah, $2.20. Poisonous price. I'm not interested at all in that, given what Peter said about the, the potential rain and number of factors. Race six, I want to make sure they can sort of run on. This horse will be running on. Um, Adelaide Ace, I think, interesting horse for Uncle Lindsay here. It was awful. Awful. With no money. No money at all for it. It's a big money horse. You've got to watch what it does. Um, I think that the other horse that interests me a fair bit here is Bumper Blast. I think better suited at 400 metres. Uh, I think it's a horse, if you, if you ignore its last run, uh, it's pretty impressive sort of preparation so far. It's a deep race with stacks of nice horses, but I think the two most progressive things here are Windstorm, and the better price is with number 11, Bumper Blast. Uh, if it's on pace and sort of favouring those sort of runners, I think Romance, as always, I, I sort of tip it every week it's in, but um, that's because it puts itself into the race and it loves 400 metres at Flemington. Yeah, I'm not going to add too much to that. I thought Romancer, if, you, if you're playing in this race, you probably have to have something on Romancer at the double-figure quote purely because it is just a strong horse and will put itself in the right spot. Bumper Blast, obviously, it does have that track and distance figure, but it's not a great figure, so to speak. It still probably needs to improve a little bit. And Windstorm's just running huge splits, but typically off slow tempo, gate three, probably back near towards last defence. Could be a pretty scary little spot for it in the straight. I kind of like this race as a, an in-play only race uh, with the just getting on the bet fair, little, you know, hitting the buttons in play and just getting an idea of where Pike is in run, trying to get an angle through where which lane is he taking and if yeah, he's taking the good lanes. I think if, you, if you're not sort of betting on Saturday, you you got something to do. Maybe you live in, don't live in Victoria and you're allowed to go and do things. One by three bumper blast is the, is the most... Uh, Intelligent way to wager in this race yeah. if you want to sort of set and forget. Race number seven, Peter, over the mile. This is in the Kyber Devastates. Last year, Gadding, first half, knocked off Mystic Journey, who was $2 favourite. 
Um, we've done a bit on this race. You can head to the mailbag.com.au. We did a segment with Gareth Hall and RSN. Um, I think it was the previous week's one, more so. Mm. Um, but yeah, great race. Traditionally, this looks like a really good race. Uh, Miami Bound was good, can improve. Bound Declare, hard to have. This impact scares me. Sophie Bond doesn't want a mile. It's a 400 metre horse. Um, quick thinker scares me slightly. Master of Wine, off the report from Scurry, and the fact that it's sort of this is definitely a change of plan for me. I'm happy to risk it. I'd love to be able to watch it parade. And if it had improved dramatically in the coat, the male was its coat was um, furry and quite off. Um, I think Perfect Jewels scares me a little bit, as does Gatting. However, uh, I will be betting until it hurts on number 13, Russian Camelot. I think anything north of 260, 270 is good shopping. I'd mark it sort of 220 if it had a drawn barrier seven. It is going to need to be ridden very, very well, but we've got Damien Oliver on who's as good or better than anyone. So, I don't know. The horse looks like it's flying. Everything says it's flying. I think it'll win this and it'll be favourite for the Cox Plate. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue with that. Fierce Impact looks pretty much at the right price. I think Perfect Jewel looks a little bit short for mine. I'd be inclined to suggest if you're playing, you have to save on Kingswell Dream just purely because the horse is producing good figures. It's running good splits. Don't think it was suited last start. Gate's a bit tricky. So I think with it and Russian Camelot, I just want to see those wider lanes in the straight and play if they're able to make ground, all that sort of thing. Don't have to bet now. Probably get pretty similar sort of prices and quotes on the day. But I could imagine Russian Camelot being the one that really shortens up late. Yeah, I, I didn't mention Kingswell Dream. I just thought with Barrier 15... It's a little bit sort of too well found at that price, but it yeah. definitely um, it was very good first up. Um, I black booked it. If they're running on in that, that sort of wide lane, which we'll know by now, it'll probably be a chop for me. Um, there's a few here like warning with the plate smasher Billy Egan on, who slaughtered two of them yesterday for us. Um, I think it just wants further. Dallas, um, don't remember the price like at one in Adelaide. Like it lost it. Average race in Adelaide and it's single figures here. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure. There's certainly other horses I'd rather be with than than Dallasan. Um, yeah. I just found, I just thought the race is kind. Of, you can make you can get rid of a few of them if you want to, and then you can sort of wind in Russian Camelot and get busy. Yeah. Race eight, Peter, 1200 meters down the straight. Six six furlongs down the straight there. Just past the P&O ship cruise as they go past the uh, pre-mounting yard. God, I miss the place. I haven't been there for feels like a year. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Look, I want to keep this short. I, I, I'll, I'll do my best to watch these horses on the TV. There's 11 of them. We're a chance of getting all of them on TV. Yeah, they message me when I keep blowing up, so I know you're watching. Just please, like, these sort of races with the younger horses, more important than even the, the Macaiba Diva race. Yeah. So if you could get us all of these horses with a nice, even walk for all of them, so it's the same for every horse, so we can draw uh, a comparison between each pony, greatly appreciated. Um, off what I've seen the horses do and their numbers, I think if personal wins, it'll win the 1,000 guineas. 
been a little bit of money for it to suggest it might be forward. Gary. But I just want to follow the money with ranting. I think you're getting a fair price. It was enormous last start. Huge. Massive. Very worried with the stable that they'll think, oh, we rode at cold last start and it really got home great. It was great to start before when you set it on pace. If you settle last here down the straight, I don't think you'll win. But if you settle just stalking stalking the forward horses, I think you'll be very, very hard to beat and you'll run a place. Uh, I think ranting's a value on the card each way. Race eight, number seven, ranting. Great race. Really keen to see him parade. Yeah. I've just got one comment at the top of my notes. It just says too hard. There's just horses. There's form lines coming from everywhere. Personal's got that win at the track, which obviously comes into its favour, and it's coming out of the the slipper, which is a, a race I've got plenty of time for. But so is Prague. It's had three trials. Ranting, as you said, good splits again late, despite not being suited. And that, that, that was by, like, the the Caulfield car park. Like, like we said, yeah. it swiped its marquee card at Caulfield Station. It was that wide. Uh, every other horse that was in the finish went up the inside, even the horses from the back. He circled a lot of them. I mean, even this Anavisto for Price and Kent, I mean, that stable's hooning at the moment. And it Comes was out last of, start. Yeah, big splits. It's not quite the uh, the Tatura late splits, but well, the Moynton. We, but we saw what the Tatura late splits did to a, to a Saturday race last week yep. in Moon Valley. It absolutely killed them, and the market just really honed in upon it. Yeah. It's a really tough race. Yeah, and a really tough race for me to suggest whether you're back ranting now or wait. Ranting was uh, $8 out to $18 at Caulfield yeah. and ran enormous. Uh, yesterday's Succeed Indeed was $3 out to $6, and I don't think Lockie King even had a whip on him. If he did, he didn't need it. It was a really good poster for the uh, racing administration who's trying to appease people who don't follow racing, who never will follow racing, and will only be happy when racing is stopped. But that horse went enormous yesterday's Succeed Indeed, knocked us off. And the market hated it. I think the market yeah. just doesn't love Leon and Troy Corsons. Um, it's less relevant with their horses. Ranting probably drifts. Don't know, though. Gray. Race nine, Peter. Lucky last. 1,100 metres. Dash down the, down the straight. No turns. This will be chaos. There's a stack of ponies. You will not see them all parade. Uh, we probably should have this out before we started filming this because, God, <laughs> what do you want me to say here? It's almost impossible, but I, I think... think I think Minaj is the most likely. <laughs> but... Mm, standoff, standoff seems big odds to me. That's what I will say. Yeah, I mean, Standoff has got that track distance figure under yeah. its belt already. It's enormous odds, but I mean, the, you look at the jock and trainer, and I guess that's probably why the market's just ignored it. Um... Yosemite is the, the horse that I've got on top, and it is Pike in the last, but it's $15 Pike in the last. Just fat splits last start again, and it's coming from a, a different form line. At one first up, comes into this. It seems to map particularly well. Pike can just basically do what he does best and just stalk and camp off them. I think it's a big price, and the market will find this horse, and it'll, it'll crush it. Um Jenny's Rainbow, horse that was at the abandoned Mooney Valley meeting. Top King Junior. Yeah, just putting a line straight through that. If you went off its first start, first its debut performance, I think it would be almost, again, half the quote. 
And another horse that's of interest is Smoke and Val, which is also nominated in uh, in Adelaide. But great name. If it gets a run here, it's got Ollie on board. Again, another horse that just seems to get into the lot, the nice spot, um, and has some some decent enough figures from its first up win. So well, there's thought, a few there at odds. I thought the, the one of the more interesting horses in this race and on the whole day was Swats. That mm. big win at Bendigo on debut. Then they typically they just well, they went they went and tried to play like first grade straight away after debuting in like the fourth. Um, it trial pretty nice. It, it was a better trial than Think and Fly. Think and Fly went awful yesterday, though. So, and, and it priced, geez, I have not given you an opportunity to back this horse. So, it's, that's way too short what it is. I'm, but, like we just said, yeah. with horse and sources, this thing might be $12 come jump. And if it is, I'll probably be on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was third favourite in the Percy Sykes behind Away Game and Dame Giselle. It, it's pretty decent form line. We've seen horses like. Um, Forbidden Love's come out and won since. Chianti won first up this prep. Vangelic's run okay. It's a pretty decent form line. So, yeah, I think that's probably why the market's got it pretty tight. Forbidden Love actually ties back into the Yaya Toure. If you're bored, punters, we might put in the EDM this week. I find it, I'll find a good good article on it. It's a, great, it's a bloody funny story. Oh, just the world, the world they live in is just completely different to us. Yeah, I disgusting behaviour, but very, very funny. Um, yeah. Peter, best value lay. My best is Russian Camelot to win the Macaulay Diva. My value can be ranting. My lay will be on the hub. I'll uh, take my time and find one, and I'll write it out in detail. Peter, uh, I'll just throw out value with Yosemite in the last. But so then you'll probably have something for you at Belmont punters. Oh no no no. There's just a complete nutter in Sydney. Complete nutter. Oh. <laughs> oh. What about Belmont? They, they called it a good four yesterday. I tuned in for a couple to watch a couple of hours run around. They were kicking up the turf. Yeah. It's it's getting it's getting tired. It's still got a little way to go, but it's starting to get towards the end of the Belmont season. All right, punters. That's us. We've got so much betting advice. AFL flying, Candine, they're, bet, they're betting every day because they're, they're playing every day. Outstanding information. Curly is flying. Uh, we've got, I've got you covered at, at Flemington. Each and every race, a yard report plus some unit betting advice. If I find one, I want to back. Peter's gropers, which again, no, I won't say that every time, is going to be betting at Belmont. And we've also, as you've just heard, got a moral, a big bet in Sydney. He doesn't bet in Sydney often when he does, normally lands a blow. And we've got Rob Scarry, who's looking for his seventh straight winning set in Sydney. That's us, punters. I hope you have a great weekend. If you're in Victoria, uh, I hope you're doing as best as you can. Um, sign up to the uh, mailbag.com.au. Get the EDM. I'll make sure the Yaya Turo store is in there. It'll give you a little laugh. It'll kill, ten, it'll kill five to ten minutes and make you smile. More so the blokes. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate soccer players, you'll love it too. <laughs>